Welcome to Soul Inspired Leadership's latest podcast. And today I have a special guest from New York, uh, a lady that I have a lot of time for and we've connected quite a bit over the last 12 or so months on the subject of leadership. So today we have Sabrina Nelson. Now Sabrina is a compassionate philanthropist, dedicated mentor, certified life coach, motivational speaker, blogger and volunteer. Sabrina is a proven industry leader with over 20 years experience in real estate facilities and project management. She's committed to building communities through advocacy, innovation, strategic planning and volunteering with institutions and organisations that are committed to uplifting and empowering the community. So she's very passionate about the community. That's one thing I know. Uh, moreover, Sabrina is devoted to supporting the next generation with becoming better versions of themselves. As a visionary member of the me and mentor through the Step Up Women's Network, she has inspired young women to abandon their fear and, and pursue their academic career goals wholeheartedly. And that's where we get in the topic of self-leadership. It's helped them become to lead themselves from within. That's the key. Uh, one other thing I want to say, um, Sabrina is also engaged in the Pathways to Professional Professions Workshops, which provide opportunities for professional women who lend their knowledge, expertise and guidance to enrich the lives of low-income teenagers in need. So to me, a true, that's her philanthropy and a true contributor to the world. So welcome, Sabrina. Thank you. I appreciate you having me on today, Ross. That's my pleasure, Sabrina, because you have a good message and you and you walk the talk when it comes to self-leadership and, and what I've always said on this program, to be a good leader, you must first be a good leader of your own self. And that's where it starts. So absolutely. we're talking yeah, absolutely. So we're talking a few things, Sabrina. So what's what do you thing is the main theme that when you're encouraging women to be better self-leaders? When I encourage others to become what I would say the best version of themselves is to really, you know, first and foremost, lean into what you, what are your gifts and your talents, right? Everyone yep. is yep. born with a unique gift or talent. And sometimes that talent lays dormant and it takes someone to just notice it, just one person to notice that there is a unique gift or talent that this individual has and to pour into that person so that they feel that they're being seen, heard, and most importantly, understood. Because that's what people really want. They want to be understood. And so for me, I always try to engage people in a manner that they are seen, heard, and understood. And also help them to tap into that potential so that they can evolve eventually into becoming that best version of themselves. However, yeah. 
sometimes we have to help people lean into their discomfort, right? Because some people right. shy away. That's and so it's true. It's it. Most of this stuff is an uncomfortable situation. Yes. And we have to learn how to lean into discomfort to get comfortable. That's what I always say. And That's so me, true. I've, I've done it myself. I've experienced it myself where I had to get uncomfortable, do it afraid, feel the fear and do it anyway. Yeah. Um, and of course, it garners a different result if you do that. So when I'm you know, trying to pour into other people, I always make sure that they understand that sometimes, yes, it's going to feel uncomfortable. But if you lean into it, trust and believe that the best outcome will prevail. That's right. And it's, it's, and that's to be a good leader, you've got to be quite brave because you've got to learn to take risks. As a self leader, you're taking a risk with yourself, in essence. And that's, where, pe that's where people go wrong. Well, that's where they, what their fear is because they're not thinking about the inner self. They're thinking about what other people think, what other people, what noise and chatter is around them that gives them the fear not to move forward, fear of failure fear of whatever and and if you lean into it and just say to hang with that I'm jumping off the cliff and I know it'll be okay I've got a parachute <laughs> yes yes and you're armed with that parachute knowing that it's going to open and you're going to land on your feet that's right and we have to believe that we have to understand that no matter what everyone else thinks of us what do we think of ourselves do we know that, that we're enough at that particular stage in our lives? Yes, right. While we're still striving to be that best version of ourselves. So we have to accept ourselves fully. We have to look into the mirror and find that spirit of truth, tap into our own authenticity and say, this is who I'm showing up in the world as. And, and like ourselves, every aspect of ourselves, right? That's right. So that's you, right. I think that's what's most important. That's right. So, and it's... It's um, it's that belief that um, you're okay, and I think one of the things to start that is finding what purpose you really believe you have. It's people without a purpose; they're the ones that get totally cross-functional and 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 look at everyone else's everyone else's purpose around them and want to just be that. I mean, once you have an inner purpose and believe this is what I'm here to do. This is what I enjoy doing at the moment, and just believe in yourself to do it. And well, I have a quote. Yeah. Quote away, Sabrina. I have a quote for you. Yeah. If you have a pulse, you have a purpose. Oh, I like so that one. Have, right. If you have a pulse, you have a purpose. And everyone does. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> you just got to find it. And it's, it's, Absolutely. it's, it's like a lot of the coaching I do with, with uh, executives um, to, to turn them or to get them to be, stop becoming just a manager of a process to become a leader of people. And to me, they've got to actually ha have that as part of their purpose, to be a good leader. Not, the purpose is not to manage the process, it's to be a good leader. The process will take care of itself as long as they're That's a good right. leader because they've got good people around them who will manage that process and do that, drive that process forward. And it's, it's that important issue. This is my purpose. I'm now a leader. I have to therefore lead as my primary function. Absolutely. But I think that what I find, and, and, and you know, I've worked in over five different industries, is that uh, people confuse having a title 
with being a leader. That's right. That's and um, and, uh, and there's two two missing components to that is you can have a title and and I I would never negate anyone's uh, success and and how they got to where they're at, but leaders sometimes don't lead with compassion which leads me to the EQ, which is the emotional intelligence component. Yeah. yeah. So uh, compassion and empathy are two things that leaders must cultivate. In order to be able to lead effectively, they have to have those skill sets. And if yeah. they lack that, then your team will not believe in you. So when you show that compassion, when you show that a, emotional intelligence, that empathy, and everyone's not born with empathy. It's not something that you, uh, a lot of people are born with. Um, empathy and compassion are very slightly different things. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I would say empathy, EQ, is being able to listen to someone with the intent to understand, not respond. That's right. It's always about seeking to understand first. Right. And not thinking about what are you going to respond with, but thinking about what they're actually saying. And it's the art of a good communicator. And once you 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 seek to understand uh, life, uh, well, that, that takes you on the big step towards leadership. But also in seeking to understand, I find it helps you understand yourself. Oh, absolutely. So, yes. I mean, you first must understand yourself to really understand others, but it does help you grow in understanding yourself when you're really deeply understanding other people. And I think also with leaders, um, sometimes we might have a developmental need and it takes a strong leader to be able to accept any type of constructive criticism, no matter who it's coming from. Because oftentimes leaders will think that their direct reports or whomever these cult, these individuals are um, don't have a stake in giving them some co constructive criticism. And they do. And it's important for us to lean into those discussions because then yeah. we actually find out where our shortcomings are and how we can improve so that everyone else on the team wins. I always say teamwork makes the dream work, right? That's right. That's right. <laughs> you got full of statements here. <laughs> teamwork makes the dream work. Well, it does. I mean... Uh, very hard being leading a team of one, but you, you. But in essence, we all are leading a team of one. That's our self leadership, leading ourselves first, and then the good, the better we are at that, the more we can it can radiate out, and we can lead, be leading others in, in the best position to be in to leading others. That is, um, yes. But but compassion and and that just that connection with people. It's connecting with people as the yes. first focus. Now, some do it naturally, but a lot find it hard. If they work at it, they can do it. It's sloppily done, but they do it. And the intent's there, and people see it. So I've, I've got one or two people now and come to mind that it's not their natural state is to connect with people. But they're trying so hard that people give them, cut them some slack. And because well, they can see the intent is, is, is genuine, and um, they're getting there. But do you think that the reason why some people are uncomfortable with connection is because they feel uncomfortable with being vulnerable, right? And so, so if they're not, right. that's, that's it. It's right? that's, 
Yeah, it's that. It's those things that they they like to be in control. Um, so you've got to break that down. I've noticed that where people do really work hard at connecting because in the position they're in uh, and we're trying to help them become better leaders, over time they relax more and right. it becomes easier. But, but initially it's not <laughs> a challenge for them and I just keep telling them, tell people it's a challenge for you and they'll help you. Right. They'll right. be forgiving. They will... And they'll help you connect with them, right? It's just don't do things without telling people around you what you're doing. Um, the more open and transparent you are, the, that's step one. I mean, people love it. Absolutely. And they see that you can be vulnerable and that you can, you know, approach them with that spirit of authenticity. And people can sense that. People can sense yeah, when someone's can, authentic. Yeah. And when they're not and if you're vulnerable it's so freeing and a lot of people equate vulnerability with weakness it's not it's actually a strength it's a strength it takes a lot of a lot a lot <laughs> of bravery to, to actually put your hand up say I'm, I've, I've got some issues here because we right. don't want to open up and the more you open up um, the more authentic you are it, it it's it's a major strength and that's what all the good leaders can do yes I agree. And then also what I have observed and working around different people and, and you know, dealing with uh, individuals that, you know, when they're in a place of business, uh, they tend to project things in the workplace or wherever they're at in whatever professional setting that is really something like that they have to deal with within, but they're projecting that on to, to others. So yeah. what I've you know, explain to or try to help people unravel is what is that one story that you keep telling yourself that you're projecting out into the world? Yeah, yeah. And that's... Right? What, what is that? Because that's, that's fine. That's getting back to deeply within yourself. What is, what's the story? Yeah, like, it, it's so true. It's, it's what do you want to radiate? What energy do you want to remit remit to the world because it's all energies yes. if you have a story that's a negative story you're you're emitting negative energy and you're relying on other people's energy to keep pump your tires up the key is you should be pumping other people's tires up well i call those people energy vampires that's right <laughs> and, and the trouble with that people with a lot of positivity struggle to to connect with those people because they they see their energy being drawn out of them they feel it so therefore they they don't want to connect so much and which means leaves people who are on a negative slant stuck with people with a negative slant and therefore it just becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy they'll become more negative because they're just feeding off each other's negative energy it's it's quite sad really but that's just the way things are so you've got to jump out of that and put your best hat on your best positive best self on radiate some positiveness and you'll attract people with a positive mindset. Absolutely. And you, um, and you, I do also, of, you do a lot of volunteer work, Sabrina. You'd know that when you're trying to take young teenagers with a negative mindset because of the where they are in life to take them and to, to, to jump over the wall and be in on the happy side of, of the world, it's not so absolutely. easy. Absolutely. 
no, it's not, it's not easy, but what I, you know, I have a daughter, so I, and of course my daughter, she's so successful. She, she's highly accomplished and she also, of course, pays it forward and gives back. But yeah. I try to explain to them that it's not where you start in life, it's where you finish. But you have to know that whatever that unique gift or talent is, tap into that and understand that sometimes what you want to pursue, if you're passionate about it, go and pursue it. And I'm not necessarily telling them to go against like what their parents are telling them. But I say to them, if you don't feel passionate about it, if you don't feel that burning desire within you to do whatever it is that your parents perhaps want you to pursue, you're not going to be good at it. You're not going to give your all. You're not. Unless unless you unless you enjoy seventy five percent of what you're doing, you won't be good at it. Once you three quarters of what you do, you'll be good at it then because it just spills the energy. Yes, exactly. Got you in there. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. And I just love pouring into other you know people's lives. I love making those direct deposits and you know seeing how that manifests into something amazing um, and to see that look in their eyes like wow, like a light bulb just went off and and to see yeah, that they feel so yes, it's very rewarding and um, you know I always you know like I said, I leave people a little bit better often the way that I initially engage them or approach them. And I always feel that joy rising because for me, I just always want to set people up for success. That's right. That's right. That's, that's for me, that's what I choose to do. And, um, and everybody's not going to want what you have to offer, but that's okay. Right. Sometimes you plant the seed, you can nurture it and then watch it grow. Right. That's awesome. That's, that, that's what I do. The same thing: plant, sow seeds, and then watch them grow as leaders. Um, and, I, and on that note, I see that we've we're, we've gone over. We're all right on time. So, Sabrina, thank you for for being a guest on Soul Inspired Leadership Podcast Leadership Podcast Series. It's been well, thank a you for having me. Well, <laughs> I appreciate you. So from downtown New York to downtown Singapore, we've connected. <laughs> and it's, it's good. We might have you on again sometime. I have no doubt we're I'm, regularly outside, so I'm sure it'll happen. I would welcome that. Thank you so much, Ross. Okay, great to talk, Sabrina. Okay, have a great day because it's night here, but it's day there. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>